Okay, so uh, podcast number three, um, sketchy shit. Uh, we're going over Scott Butler's 2019 Miata. That uh, 1997. Well, the car is 1997, but 2019 day was the day of death. Um, when it just went a little too fast over a crest, um, taking a left across the crest. Um, right front did have some lockup. Um, car just would make the corner. Um, huge crash on the left front. Spun, flipped up on its side at least. There's still argument and debate as to whether it went over. Point is, it was not level and flat on the ground. So, yes, we'll call that over. Um, damaged quarter panel, roof, hood, front bumper. There's one panel without scratches on it. Somewhere. Um, I think the... Let's see, right front fender, so hood hood has damage, front bumper has damage, both fenders. Right door has damage, right quarter has damage, trunk has damage. Rear bumper does actually have damage. I mean, like right here, the sticker's pulled off. Is that damage? Sticker's yeah, look, it's, no, it's scratched to fiberglass. Okay, okay, so bumper's damaged. But the most fragile part of the Miata, NA Miata, Starting first generation Miata, the most fragile part, and those Miata guys out there are already stating what that is, on the exterior of the car, because there's a fragile component on the interior too, is the finish panel. It's still in one piece. Left quarter's fucked. Hard top, repairable. Left door, repairable, but still scratched. And uh, hood and lubricant. But where we're going with this is, this is a race car, right? And... As a race car, there's lots of nickel and dime items that go into it. We're standing around here looking, and you guys don't have video to see this, but hood's open on the car, and it's leaning to the right because the right side tires are flat. Left side tires still somehow hold air. Right rear, Left rear we actually replaced. But we're looking under the hood, and we've got, okay, immediate value, supercharger. Okay, track dog blanket on the header underneath that the header's worth money. Header's also wrapped in titanium wrap coolant reroute kit, um, aeromotive fuel pressure regulator, oil cooler, flying Miata fans, and shroud. What was the radiator again? CRS, CSR? It's a CSF. CSF. Uh, Super Miata, crossflow radiator, still holding water, unknown, yeah. if it's, how, unknown if it's tweaked or how bad. It. Everything still works, car still starts. Oil, oil cooler. Oil cooler. Oil cooler. Uh, What's oil the oil intake? Oil. Skunk intake? Skunk, skunk 2 intake. Skunk intake, skunk throttle body. What radium, about the radium, te, the Takata uh, catch can? Yeah, Takata catch can, radium uh, uh, fuel rail. LS coils. LS coil, uh, LS coil conversion. It just uh, you uh, start looking at a wrecked car. Built and, transmission. Who was it that built that? Because they do a bunch of transmissions too, uh, and they do rear diffs. Walter Motorsports. Walter Motorsports, who have been incredibly helpful in this whole process. Um, getting stuff done and fixed and repaired. But we're going to the car, and you start looking at things like, okay, well, belts and seats. Okay, well, belts, you can send those off and be rewebbed. Um, thankfully, they were ultra-shilled, ultra-shilled seats. Um, steering wheel's bent. But then you've got the hub, the spline, um, the extensions, because we're big, tall fuckers, and we sit back in the car. Um, we'll need a new steering shaft. Um, you've still got a fire system that's not been used. Mega squirt. Uh, standalone. Piggyback. I guess that standalone is a piggyback. Standalone, standalone. standalone piggyback, is what they play. call it. Plug and play. 
Um, Miata Roadster Shifter, which I've never had one of my Miatas. I will have one one day. Maybe I'll put it in my kid's Miata. Because it's way better than the stock shit. It was tricky to put in, though. Methanol. That took some time. Methanol injection. Methanol injection, which took some tuning to make that happen. To put it politely. Poor car. And where's that? Now? Poor car. Um, both taillights are fucked. Craftworks badge is still good. Bucky's sticker is still good. Hood pins. Three thirty-eight. What do you have? Three ninety. Three ninety. We could have gone lower, huh? No, I want to go faster. Three ninety. Three ninety rear end will take you to one forty-seven. GPS verified. One forty-seven. Fire system is manual. Hey, the clock still works too, by the way. So in the rally, in the rally stuff, you're. Uh, one of the Chihuahua, what I call cheats, still have yet to use it, but Chihuahua rules, you're allowed twice to debate your time, argue your time, contest your time, whatever you want to call it, um, twice with no protest. But you have to have two clocks to verify it. So you have your stopwatch and you have the clock on the dash. Um, basically, in my opinion, it allows you to gain two minutes of the time if you're willing to risk your integrity for that. Which, as we know, most people that are listening to this are not willing to risk their integrity uh, to say that they had an actual faster or slower time. Um, and random squirrel stuff. Dude, SFI cage padding that you have in this car. You've got to have eight to nine sticks. Yeah, 50 bucks a piece. Just like when you start looking at a race car and a little shit and how it adds up, explains why a lot of us aren't able to race. Um... I will add that on this race car, with the crash happening, what, two weeks before we left, DNR, windows, the guy does all of our glass, said, oh yeah, he tents windows. We had him tent the back glass of this Miata before the race. And I will say that having this window tented (laughs) saved you eating glass, um, Having it thrown all over your body, whatever you want to call it, because, what, 98.9% of the glass is still in the back window, towed all the way from Mexico, through Mexico, across the wonderful Texas roads, back to Houston, into the garage, and it's still holding. And we still tap on it and play with it daily, and, well, like other things that you shouldn't tap on and play with daily, but uh, the glass is still there. So, tint your windows. Um, even if it's thin and clear, um, it makes a difference when shit goes south. Uh, Suspension-wise, all spec Miata stuff. Um, we know the left front stuff is pretty much screwed, but because it's spec Miata, that's all available. Oh, I forgot about the mud flaps. Yeah. Well, we put the mud flaps on the front, but not the rear, right? That's true. So front, are both of them there? Left side's still there. It's rubber, so it's not fucked up. Ah, right side's still there, too. So, mud flaps, also. We've also got the uh, race time exposed. I call it R7E, because it looks like that to me. But he's got the uh, plus 20 horsepower stickers on there. So, anyway, just going over wrecked cars and looking at things that are left to residual. The auto body was different, too, on that skunk intake, wasn't it? What is it? One of it's, a, it's an oversized throttle body. Oversized throttle body. 
Blue Gates belts, even on the AC. And then we made the custom valve cover, custom non-timing cam gear covers. Cut those off. Still got the pink and black. Fuel rail, radium fuel rail. Bigger injectors. What were the injectors? I don't even remember that either. Those are the original ones? They're the ones that came with supercharger kit, yes. Okay. But we've got a uh, cars. We're going to call it Cars and Cruise because Cars and Coffee's trademarked and all that other shit. But Cars and Cruise, what we're going to do here in Alvin next weekend, Sunday morning, 7 to 9. Um, if you're free, because most of you are, um, make a trip out. We're going to bring the car out. Get it to where you can see it. Details. Dude, even the bias setup. I forgot about that, too. You got the bias setup for the Willwood. Is that a brake bias? Yes. Brake bias setup. So many little things we've done on this car for four years. Everything. It's all the things. Got all the things. Um, but we're going to sit in our rocket fuel and coffee. Uh, rocket boom. I call it rocket fuel. That's my fault. Uh, sit down there, seven to nine, have some coffee, which I won't be drinking. I'll be drinking my Blue Monster as I always do. Um, the rest break, of you can have your coffee. Ducks, we tore the brake duck up on the left side, though. Well, I, have the, I have the actual ducks. Right, and the plates that go on the back side. I've got more tubing. We got the adjustable, true adjustable hood pins. Man, my front probably still good. Forty-nine bucks a set. I mean. That's hundred bucks. Fuel pressure regulator. Yeah. Yeah. Aeromotive for the win. Fire system, pull, um, lifeline system. I don't know, guys. Um, lots of safety stuff that went right on this car. Um, we're struggling to find stuff that went wrong that we can do from lessons learned. Uh, I can say that. We were having some transmission problems, so there were points where Scott was driving with one hand to hold the transmission in fifth gear, which also means that he was much, much higher speed um, than what you would normally be driving one hand on a wheel with cruise control set, so to speak. Um, Would we blame the accident on that? No. Was it a factor? Entirely possible. Um, But there was a lot going on, as there is with any racing with any type of motorsport so where do you point the blame you always point it to the nut behind the wheel um learned a lesson learned a lesson paid for it paying for it um i don't know i mean there's there's gonna be more talked about there's gonna be more discussed on this later and in future episodes and probably forever um but when you look at the miata hood opens trunk opens both doors open we see zero deformation in the cage. We're pretty confident that the subframe has been moved back. Um, when we went to winch it up on the trailer, after the locals had spent probably an hour and 45 minutes winching it up via a ratchet strap, um, we winched it on in less than three minutes. But when we winched it initially, um, I had to lay down and crawl into the car to get to the tow hook. Um, as I pulled with the winch, um, it was like a traditional frame machine, just watching it pull the uh, unibody frame rail, upper frame rail out. 
um, pulled and pulled and pulled, and eventually the car started rolling. Um, tow hook ended up being pretty much straight again, changed the entire look of the car. Um, we took the spare tire off the um, in the bed of the truck, put it on the car, gave us one side that rolled, put the two skates under the right side wheels, and uh, winched it up on the trailer. It was not glamorous um, by any measure, but it did make us agree to buy the rescue team who volunteers at Chihuahua. They volunteer to come down. They get paid for gas. Um, they get two meals a day. They get breakfast and dinner. Um, they come down and help us and support us. And when we fuck up and we make a mistake, they're the first guys there on the scene to help us. And they've helped me two years. As you guys all know, I've blown up my LS in Mexico because I'm an idiot. Um, I've blown it up twice. And now Scott has crashed one time. He's had a couple offs before, but never anything like this. But they're the first guys on the scene. And they're dealing with less than appropriate equipment for what they're doing for us. So we pledged um, to the guys that recovered us that next year, um, and actually in the next three weeks, um, we're sending them a winch. Even though it may be a Harbor Freight $129 winch, it's better than the $999 ratchet strap they were using to pull this car up on the trailer. And uh, it was part of the stress, part of the drama in uh, being in the service area, being called and told that your team car has crashed, um, passenger's okay, we don't have an update on the driver. There are things we will do differently next year. There are changes, there are lessons learned that we will do our best to share here so that nobody else goes through the same shit we did. I don't know how better word that. Yep. Yeah. All right. That's just that's Make it. Make offer. Oh, you want to offer the car? Make an offer. Somebody make an offer. So if you're one of the uh, four or five people that are listening to this and you're interested in the Miata, we know we're not going to race a Miata in Mexico again. But the Miata itself has a ton of valuable parts on it. Um, It would be a great rallycross car. Um, If you've got a shell of a Miata, you could transfer all the stuff over. Maybe it would help with that. Maybe able to help you with that. Um... The reason to not transfer it over is it's sitting on like probably a $5,500, $6,500 cage inside the car that has zero deformations. Um, you could probably do a wide body kit on it. We've looked at that. That's a viable option. Um, but we've kind of come to the conclusion that Scott being 6'2", me being 6'2", and fat, um, us being in a Miata in a foreign country upside down on a road that's 100 miles from anything just doesn't make much sense call it getting old call it being pussified call it being a pansy ass whatever you want um i think we're looking at things that are bigger we've uh, kind of refocused our purpose and our attitude and our story has always been we want to go to work on monday um at apex that was our goal when we started was making sure that 
our customers were able to go to work on Monday. Um, this was pretty close to that. And uh, is there anything we would change? Well, yeah, we've learned a lot of stuff, and we'll have a next episode, an episode soon coming up talking about ways to make it better. We've got improvements. We've got things we can change that will make everybody safer in a Miata in the future. Um, but we need to make some prototypes first. We need to test some stuff first. Make sure that it works the way we think. Um, and as long as you learn from your failures, it's all you can really ask. Lots of lots of opportunities out there in this world. Um, it's what you make of it. Uh, super short podcast. You got anything you want to add? Nothing from me. Nothing from you? Not yet. Soon. Yeah, soon, soon. We'll keep chasing this dream. Yeah, so it's 17 minutes, which is which is okay, podcast-wise. Mm-hmm. Um, starting Saturday, guys, I will be on a new podcast. This one will still be happening, but I'm going to be a guest on a podcast that's happening. Where did the oil come from? Like, squirrel. Like, if you're listening to a podcast, you're like, what the fuck? How does Richard get anything done? We're walking around the shop, and there's a fucking quart that's got at least six quarts of oil in it. Oil catch pan. More than that. More than that. He's going to say seven, eight. A lot of fucking oil in it. It's like, where did that come from? I have no idea, but it's here. It's in the middle of the shop. Nobody picked it up. Nobody dealt with it. Not a drop on the ground, thanks to White Pony, of course. But it's full of fucking oil. Um, But a new podcast is going to start with Lewis May out of uh, Florida. Um, it will be video and podcast. He's been doing this stuff about two years. New podcast. Um, hopefully, we're going to bring him some quality content, guest, um, industry professionals, and he is a rally for a uh, BMW. A ah, rally. He is a navigator for a BMW rally team um, out of Florida. So doing a lot of traveling to make events, and we're going to start doing some events together. Um, we're going to try and drag him to Mexico. And uh, we'll see what happens. But nothing but big things coming for us. Eyes up. Eyes in the sky. Uh, Keep doing what we can do. And uh, be safe out there. Let's chat more soon.